everyone and welcome back to It's Five O'Clock Somewhere with Josh and Ari. <laughs> we actually remembered the title of the podcast this week. I mean it is episode two now so I'm hoping that we'd have that one True, down. But, but hats off to us for remembering unlike last episode. Absolutely. Well maybe we were too many wines in at that point. <laughs> well we are more than a bottle in would you say now? Well we had a lovely glass of white to slowly start off the night while we were having Ari's home cooked enchiladas. Josh rating oh. out of 10. It was good. Not as good as the lasagna from last series, but definitely up there within an 8 out of 10, I would say. Okay, I'll take that. It's something to aim for. That's nice. Uh, basically, anything which involves cheese and meat, I'm there. Yeah. And red wine, of Abs- course. I mean, absolutely. Maybe All of my favourite things. And Ari. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, me and Josh have been sparking a bit tonight, there haven't we? we haven't. Josh? We've been it... we've been sparking a bit, haven't we? Little bit. Yeah, a bit, getting bit. a bit catty, haven't there we, Josh? <laughs> Excuse you. Just Excuse as much. You. you. Thank you very much, Miss Thing. Um, <laughs> any... <laughs> anyway, parking that aside in the Asda car. It's park. my update. I've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> So what have you been up to in the last two weeks, Ari? Oh, it's just the first few weeks of January, isn't it? It's always shit. No one enjoys it. So obviously we're recording on Tuesday night, but it was the official Blue Monday yesterday. <sighs> How was your Blue Monday? It's all right. It was just, I'm just a bit like, I don't know. It just, it does feel a bit, everyone, I don't think it's me, but I just feel like everyone's down. Yeah. And that brings me down. But isn't that weird? Because obviously it's Blue Monday, but we're all feeling it. Yeah, but I'm only feeling it because everyone else is being a miserable fucker. I think I'd be all right if I was just sat on my own. <laughs> Do you know what? I think overall I had quite a good day, but I did get, I, I think I had like a slightly bad afternoon and bought a bottle of wine on the way home, oh, which I feel says no, it all. Yeah, I mean, why not? Speaking of wine, what are we drinking alongside? Ooh. So we've had a little glass of white to start us off. We have, and we've moved on to a Merlot, obviously. This is our actual first sponsored episode of the podcast. It is, yeah. Would you like to announce who it is? Well, uh... Julia, Mama Wassel. <laughs> I think you forgot your mum's yeah, name. I kind of did for like five seconds. <laughs> okay, carry on. Has uh, told me that she wants to sponsor our latest episode of the podcast with a fine bottle of Bordeaux Merlot. Exactly. Which... And for legal reasons, we have to say hashtag gifted. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag gifted, hashtag yes. not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored, hashtag gifted. Yet. Yet, yeah, this is true. So this was donated by your mum. Let me just grab it a second. Shout out to Queen J. You've really nailed Queen it. J. Beautiful bottle of Merlot. So this is a 2018, which is usually a lot older than what we'd usually go for. It's usually freshly bottled from co-op, what yeah. we'd usually go for on this podcast. Maybe little, depending on um, when payday falls in the month. Absolutely. And we've actually, for the first time ever on this podcast, believe it or not, we've got a bottle of wine with a cork. It was a mon- I looked at it and me and Josh were staring at it for about 10 minutes trying to mm. work it out. It's the sweet smell of success, I think, as I soon think as that so. cork leaves the bottle rather than the screw top. Series two, we are not pissing about with budget we're not these playing days. we're I not mean, playing it was gifted <laughs> but, but, but we've still low-key made it here we are exactly so we've got a bordeaux merlot 2018 expertly blended by marks and spencer no way 13.5 percent, which i couldn't be happier about i bet you never thought you'd see the day where we were buying marks and spencer wine oh. i mean again Gifted. Not buying, gifted. <laughs> but, you know, we're on our way. But we'll take it. We're on our way, we'll take it. So thank you, shout out to Julia for donating this bottle. If anyone else would like to donate some wine, God, please. God, that's a lovely idea. Why have we not thought of that? <laughs> we are t- 
taking wine for content at yeah. this point. Majestic Wines, if you're listening to this, we'll you know, leave our it. address down below. You pop that over immediately. We'll change the name. It's five o'clock somewhere with Majestic Wines. With Majestic Wines and Josh and, and Harry. <laughs> in the small print. Yeah, I love that. So anything else spontaneous happening in your... Well, apart from pa- selling ourselves out on Series 2, Episode 2 of our brand new <laughs> podcast. Um, I've... Uh, just boring stuff. Mm. I feel like everything, just everything's fine. But yeah. it, like I just, I feel like it was such a manic few months. Yeah. It and now everything's is. just normal, and I'm just like, cool. Yeah, I agree. I've been also feeling like the same. I've been like really busy at work, but I feel like I've what do they call it? The seasonal yeah disorder S-A-D. where you just feel a yeah. bit shit and depressed yeah. and like everyone it's... keeps telling me like you're tired or yeah. you seem a bit down, and I'm like, because I am. Yeah, so be it. Plus, also, Monday to Friday, I don't open my bedroom curtain. It's pitch black when I wake up and it's pitch black when I get back from work. So I've got no interest in opening my bedroom curtain. I'm waking up at the moment roughly three times in the night because I'm freezing cold because it's like minus six outside. It's Baltic. And I can't deal with it. At least, touch wood, it's still a bit sunny outside and we've got some lovely... It is. We've been blessed. We've been blessed considering it's January so far. The sun is nice, but I just can't deal with the cold. You know when you get through December and you're like, it's spring now? Yeah. it's actually gone colder than what it's it was worse, in December. and we've got about three months of this Baltic yeah. weather to but that I think this sums up how boring our lives have been we're talking about weather for we five are minutes it's very straight. British though very true we're having a glass of wine and talking about the weather and moaning wow so if you're still with us <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the two of us here today um what is our topic for today Ari well this is a topic that for sure is going to not only warm my heart but the heart's of the millions of you that are no doubt listening Sure, it wasn't tonight. the enchiladas. Oh, they were. They're a little bit spicy for you though, weren't they, Josh? The kick to them this time. A little time. bit too spicy, yeah. but I enjoyed them, don't you? Worry. Lots of sour cream on them, very yes, nice. Yeah, jo- Josh cheese. also does find lots sour cream cheese, a bit lots spicy. Lots of sour cream, lovely. <laughs> too many in-jokes. Um, the topic is all things the queen, the god, the light of my life. Josh Palmer. Yeah. We're just going to be talking about like Josh. Josh for an hour. God, Lovely. you'd love that. That is <laughs> the podcast. Oh, don't, because I'm going to be hearing this for the next two weeks now. Yeah. Ari, I've got an idea. Ari, I've done a plan, and I'll look at it. All things Josh. So, who are we talking about this week? Well, if it's not about you, and it's not about me, <laughs> there's only one it's queen left for us. <laughs> We're talking about Beyonce. Beyonce, Giselle Knowles, oh. Carter West. Apps. Just leave it there. And that's Stunning. it. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left to say. That's it. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about Beyonce this week because she's an icon for the masses. She's our favourite singer. I thought Charlie XTX was. Well, she is. But if X-X. you cast your minds back to episode one of the first series, Ari's favourite singer, who I failed to guess, <laughs> even if she was sat there in a Beyonce jumper. But... <laughs> it will always be Beyonce. And I think yeah. anyone who's known me longer than five minutes knows this. Yeah. Like, it's not hard to guess. I think it probably takes a good hour for me to bring her up in conversation. Yeah. I was only just talking about her today. Really? Oh, God. I talk about her every single day. What was day. the context? Um, So, people, when they find out how much I love Beyonce, yeah. tend to go on the defense and try and trigger me by telling me how overrated she is. Oh, here we go. And then, obviously, you can imagine me getting, therefore, again, quite triggered about that. Yeah. And then I just didn't stop bringing it up. <laughs> so you're like, I was, leave Beyonce alone yeah I was arguing my case <laughs> right and you know I was just like if I could clap my hands I'd want a million pounds a G-Wagon a Tesla and Beyonce yeah. to appear 
That'd okay. be my life made. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that was the context. So let's... You asked, you got your answer. <laughs> I got my answer. So let's cast our minds back to probably right at the beginning of Beyonce's career. The DC. Forget the oh. GC. The DC. Destiny's Child. So 1998, probably, would you say that they started? Well, we were at the solid age of two. The solid age of two. So I was going to say... Were you listening to them from the beginning? <laughs> I mean, I was definitely like boogieing on my Pop Princess album. Yeah. But I think I was too young to like be passionate. Yeah, true. So I, when I first got into Beyonce, I remember it clear as day and genuinely it sounds like I'm making it up. Hmm. I remember hearing If I Were a Boy for the first time on the radio. Really? And I remember being genuinely struck to the core. Really? And that was it. I was obsessed with her from that song. Really? Nonstop. Love it. But Destiny's Child I like knew of and I like liked their stuff and stuff. That's the thing. Like I remember it from my childhood, yeah. but I can't like pinpoint it. But one thing I do remember, I don't know if you'll remember these. These were like a real big throwback, but you used to be able to buy these songs on tiny little square light MP3s and it used to come with one earphone and it used to be like a little microchip you'd like put into the player no. and it would clip on you and you could get different songs and to be honest it would only play like Wait, a minute. You could buy a song. So it yeah, it was like this thing which was probably about as big as your thumb maybe and it was like a square it would clip on you and it used to like one earphone used to come out which used to um yeah that was an ipod nano wasn't it no no it was was an ipod shuffle no this was just like a random toy brand not toy brand but it wasn't apple or anything and used to be able to get like almost like shaking now because apple ripped them off like tiny like memory stick almost and it used to play like a minute of song used to put it in anyway cut a long story short i used to have survivor on it so i must have been like they wouldn't have done it as a song if it wasn't big at the time so I remember having it and it used to play the chorus and maybe one verse or something so that was my memory of like Destiny's Child I, d- I just remember seeing their music videos and stuff but I think this was when I was like well into Avril Lavigne and I was too young and naive to like be caught up with more than one pop queen oh right I see how it is um that was in my attempting to skateboard and wrist warmer phase yeah as well as wearing a tie around my neck on Mufti Day, which I won't because Josh is going to get triggered Don't now. Don't say the words Mufti Day to me because we right. all know on it's non-uniform own clothes day. day at school. I'm non-uniform Day. That's the one. <laughs> Whatever own you, clothes day. Whatever you call That's it down there in Bristol. More psychopathic than Mufti Day. <laughs> so obviously they had quite a success story and it's only their records which are kind of being broken now by the lights of like Little Mix and whoever. But they had so many number ones. They literally have an album called Number Ones, don't they? And we can't forget about their delightful Christmas banger oh of course i'm not sure on it still but no. i don't like the beginning bit yeah. you know the one when it's like must be that to me that bit <laughs> then when it gets into it at the yeah. end i'm like yes yeah i think Beyonce, that's probably... and the rest <laughs> is it bad luck to be talking about their christmas song or does it just not count because it's the queen bee and we can she can do whatever she wants yeah we could talk about beyonce all year round it's fine absolutely but yeah destiny's child iconic so then she obviously went solo. Oh, an iconic move. Probably much the horror stroke annoyance of the rest of her bandmates. Which she can't even remember the names of now. Probably. Also, just going back to Destiny Charles quickly, there used to be another two members, didn't there? It was Kelly and Michelle. Yeah. 
but is in like there used to be like five of them. No, there wasn't. Yeah, and then Josh. Beyonce like booted them out. No, she didn't. You're making no. There's video. If you, they're right. There's album covers or single covers of all five of them, and I've definitely seen a clip of Beyonce where she's like, yeah, they just weren't really working, and then they became a three. Are you sure this wasn't just Beyonce and like their mums and stuff on a red carpet? Funnily enough, no. I rarely get my <laughs> phone out while we're podcasting, but I'm actually having to Google this. Go so on just then, bear fact with. check me. I dare Destiny's you. Child, and I'm just going to type in five. I don't know if it will come up with that, you know. It, it, it didn't exist. That's why it's the five coming up. members. Okay, well. <laughs> Radio silence. No, this is because you've made it up. I haven't made it up. I promise you there was more members. But like, back oh my in God, the Lativa. Day, there you go. Lativia. Yeah. Oh my God, it led me into a depression when she got kicked out. God, this is tea I'm going to be having to read later. Well, I'm glad to enlighten you on the previous past of Destiny's Child. I mean, I'm not going to beat myself up because I was probably just fresh out the womb and like too too young to to be fully shook by the Beyonce revolution. But let's talk about the most important thing when Beyonce had a breakout moment, which was like the birth of the old school bangers, i.e. Crazy in Love. It's like me when I left our old workplace and left you solo. It's like me just like flying the nest becoming Beyonce leaving my Kelly behind oh he's not looking happy you mean irreplaceable (laughs) there it is there it is (laughs) sorry do you know what I am wrong I said Kelly I meant Michelle please don't even stoop (laughs) to that level which one would you be Beyonce. Oh, that's such a lie. Of course, I would be Beyonce. Are you joking? Of course, I would be Beyonce. (laughs) Out of me and you, you're Beyonce. Yeah, you can't even say it. I don't know. I think we both have attributes of each. <laughs> None of us have attributes of bloody I would, I would like to say that I'm a good leader. I don't know if Beyonce is. I mean, she didn't lead them. She was just like, fuck you, I'm going to go. I don't know. Maybe, and that's maybe very she's arrow. the leader. I feel like she's got... The Le- I've got the Leo traits of Beyonce, whereas you've got the Gemini traits of Beyonce. Oh, look, he's suddenly piping up with all the go. astrological <laughs> stuff now. <laughs> Mr. I'm not interested in that stuff. Oh, please. Anyway, from that kind of like beginning solo era, so like B-Day, Dangerously in Love. Oh. Favourite song? Oh, tough. I need to look at the album. Oh, here we go. She's no. my favourite singer, but oh. I don't know what any of the songs oh, sound like. Pipe so down, you know Wikipedia quickly. I don't like you. <laughs> you know that's not the case. I think mine's Freakum Dress. Freakum Dress was incredible. So I did not know that song until I saw it live, and then I was obsessed with it. Oh, I'm looking. No, no, there's. Okay, Get Me Bodied. Oh, yeah. Deja Vu. I don't Listen. Listen. Oh, my God, so many. God, Irreplaceable, beautiful liar, too many. God. I can't name one song. Welcome back, everyone, to uh, Be- <laughs> reliving Beyonce's discography. Um, <laughs> I love Freakum Dress. I love all of those. I think like the singles are obviously the strongest. Yes, but then you get some hidden gems with the albums. True. You wouldn't. Oh my god! Oh my god! myself and I. That yeah, that hits <coughs> in a way no other song does. Oh God! No, because that's just oh my God! I still remember her singing it on tour. Are you crying? I think so. You look like you're crying. I'm really you going a through a lot right oh, now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think um, Julia, if you're listening, I think it was the Bordeaux pusher over the edge. Soppy, soppy bottle of Merlot. Goodness. No, that song hits different. 
it means a lot. It as a woman, my god, lord. Anyway, one thing I remember from that kind of time was, can you remember when she made a cameo in the Pink Panther movie? No. Yeah, she had quite a big part in it. It's in like, I think she did do a song for it, I can't really remember, but she was in it as like a starring role. She's done quite a bit with movies. She's on The Lion King, hasn't she? Austin Powers. Yeah. Yeah, so she's in, she's involved, she's got her fingers in all the pies. She She loves to dabble. Loves to dabble. How about, how did you feel about the I Am Sasha Fierce era? I think this is where I really started coming through. Yeah. Like you've already mentioned if I were a boy. And even now, like if you put that song on at yeah. like challenge time, I will be sobbing by the end of it's it. It's a classic. I, it think... just, it, I feel like it's something everyone can relate to. Yeah. I also think it was quite career defining for her. I think for every me. album has been quite career defining in a different way. But I think for like our generation, that was probably the album where we first got to know Beyonce or like got to really get invested with her. Because I think the other albums maybe were a bit too young. I remember, I yeah, I was in year seven or year eight. I was 11 or 12 when that album came out. And that's when I first heard If I Were a Boy. Yeah. I fully, I literally can, I can genuinely picture it. And I was hooked. I remember my mum was listening to it all the time. Mm. Like Julia getting in her feels like... It was the time where Beyonce just became the Beyonce that we know today. Because obviously that's the era of single ladies. Most iconic. And everyone learned the dance. Remember the Kanye mic drop Taylor Swift moment at the VMAs? Beyonce did deserve it. Was it the Grammys? I can't remember. VMAs. VMAs was for the video. She did deserve it, but still, you know, no one's ever going to forget that moment. Also, don't forget Halo. Halo. I was just about to say to you, Halo. Sweet dreams. Oh, video phone with Lady Gaga, obviously. Oh my God, no, that and that music video was iconic. Yeah, but this is what I mean. I feel like that was such a good ego. Yeah, ego. Hello. Oh, hello. Just that was beautiful. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Stop. Isn't it nice to just reminisce and Beyonce's life? Isn't it weird that she thinks there's two people sat in a room making a podcast you. about her? Oh, that's a nice one. That's isn't a lovely it? song. That's a lovely one. I hope everyone's heard these songs. Otherwise, they're like, I've got we a can sing what them. You're on about. We could. We could do a little clip of all of them. <laughs> no, everyone doesn't subscribe. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was fab. And then we had four. We had four, yes. So I think this took a bit of a different turn. This was where she got a bit poppy. A bit adventurous. Yeah, because she got we got Love on Top. That yeah. was iconic. That's still iconic. We got Dance for You. I love that song. No, do you know what one still gets me? One plus one? Yeah. I knew you were going to say oh, that. God, I'm going to. Oh, stop it. When she performs that live. Remember, she used to like, sit on the piano and like bang it. Yeah. And, like, But this is also the album, which if you recall back to podcast number one, this is the album containing my, if I was forced life or death to pick a favourite song, this is the album containing that song. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, I was here? No. No. Um, You were here, but it wasn't (laughs) I don't know. End of time. Oh, banger. Because when she starts that on tour and it's like, duh. Oh my god, I've got chills. Yeah, literally, I just got chills. and she goes into that full dance sequence. Oh my god. This has become the gayest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, you've forgotten the most iconic one, Run the World. Oh my god, yeah. That, that was is... also quite career defining because people think of that song when they yeah. think of Beyonce. Fully. And also, that is my gym song. 
Yeah. It's it's just an all like, round banger. You run the treadmill. Whether you're a girl, a guy, non-binary, anywhere in between, that comes on at the club and you're ready for it. Best thing I never had. <gasps> Stop. Every girl was. Every twelve-year-old girl was ripping her <sighs> unprepped heart out at Do that you know song. What? We've all been in that music video in that golf course in our wedding dress, tearing it apart, crying, haven't we? Absolutely. We have. We've all been that woman. <laughs> so cute. And then we got, I think probably overall, my favourite Beyonce album of all time. Do you know what? I think I'd have to agree. Is it you're talking about? Beyonce subtitled. Right. Well, I've got one question for you and most people can relate to this. Where were you when you found out about it? I was in my bedroom in second year of uni (laughs) and everyone was at uni and I woke up and it was there. Yeah. And I remember opening my laptop, Mm -hmm. playing it. Yeah. And just sitting there listening on my own. Same. Crying. I Was it when we were at uni? Second year. Yeah. So I we remember were, waking up. No, no, no. Up. Were you there a year after me though? <clears throat> Excuse you. No, you finished uni after me. I don't think I did. Oh, no, you did a placement year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I remember I was at home. So it must have been within the uni break. And I remember waking up and seeing it and like millions of notifications. Like she's just shot this surprise album. Which sounds silly now because everyone does it. But back then. No, but she started it. That was the first time. It was the first time anyone had ever taken that strategy. What month was it? Because I was definitely at uni. It was just before Christmas. And maybe I was just still at uni. It was like two weeks before Christmas. I think the physical copies landed just before Christmas. But yeah. It came out and I just remember, obviously, there was a video. December 13th. <coughs> there you go. It was a video for every song. It was a surprise yeah. release and it was just like game changing. No I, one had ever taken I that I didn't strategy. stop listening to it for months. I'd go to the gym and I'd just be watching the video over on loop, just like on the treadmill. I did. I don't think I turned the album off for easily a year. Oh, like I, I did not listen to anything else. I was hooked. Did you have a favourite song? jealous mine really really some of the low-key ones mine still gets me when mine gets like into it it's great and jealous yeah with drake as well mine with drake obviously each track had its own music video did you have any favorite music videos oh i just remember watching them all together yeah because they all kind of led on but they didn't And also what was the award show she did just after where she performed like a 16 minute oh the vm was it the vma yeah no. the vma's when she did the pregnancy announcement no this was after oh yeah and she and was she... i remember it so clearly she was wearing a bodysuit which when is completely like multicolored yeah, yeah jewels and then God, at the end blue that. and um what's the insignificant one jay-z came on stage <laughs> we'll get on to that in a minute <laughs> <laughs> and like stood with her and i watched that over and over a thousand times yeah over. it was because it was just a collection of all the best bits wrapped into one her yeah. looking fabulous live can you imagine how that must have just like yeah this is this is it bitch here we are well, thanks everyone for coming literally like i've just won every single vma <laughs> i think my favorite track from that album has to be drunk in love oh yeah but then it's such a classic the video's great drunk in love's great but it's just like it is i feel like it her most popular ones now are not her like, best work. No, true. But I feel like a track like Drunken Love is not going to be played in the clubs. Do you know what I mean? But it's a song that everyone knows and Drunken everyone Love can is vibe always to. played in the clubs. Oh, we then we but we got the flea, uh, the the flea. I'm getting excited. The flea, the flawless remix with Nicki Minaj. Stop. That was iconic. That was insane. Even that video for Flawless is just. 
And do you know what gets me in like a weird way? Because I don't have kids and God knows if I ever will at this point. But Blue. That's cute. Where she's got the little girl's voice over the... Oh, You just reminded me of the next track or the one before Heaven. Oh, my God. That's a sad one. I remember crying to that. Crying my little bollocks off at that song. It was honestly... Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know what totally I'm doing tonight after that. I've got to listen to the whole thing in the Uber home and just cry. I think, I'm, <laughs> I mean, that's my night sorted. Talking of crying, let me pour another glass. Also, Blow, that was a bit of a naughty one. Oh, yeah. Love that one with the roller skates. Absolutely. Thoroughly enjoy. Oh, they were all so good. They were good. So then that brings us to, should we have a little break? Should we do our over under? I've just realised I've got it wrong. What do you mean? My memory, I'm so shit. My memory was when Lemonade came out of uni. I was going to say, I thought Beyonce I was a I, bit too early for that. Were we in college when? We were in college because I think, thinking back, I was with my ex-boyfriend. Oh, that's tea. That must have been a rough one to write out when you're listening <laughs> to that album. I did think that because we were in second year when Lemonade came yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I remember then. Yeah. I yeah. remember listening to that in bed in second year. This Thank one. God. Were we in college when this came out? Because I remember talking to people at yeah, college about it. Yeah, it would have been. God. Well, think, what year was it? 2014. Yeah, that was the year we left school and went to college. Anyway, thank you for coming for my TED Talk, anyone. Absolutely. (laughs) So we're going to have a break from Beyonce right now. We're going to do our lovely little segment that we call... Over Under. Amazing. So would you like to start... Should we explain what it is for anyone who's just joined? We do this every episode. Well, first of all, wake up. Wake up. Where have you been for the last nine episodes? Are you okay? Do you Um, want to go back and catch up? (laughs) You've got a few hours to go. (laughs) Go on, Ari, explain it. Over Under is a segment where Josh and I list three things that we've picked completely at random, where we will argue about them, have a little bit of back and forth, a bit of cheeky banter before then deciding (laughs) whether they're overrated or underrated in the grand scheme of things. Okay. Do you want me to go first? I'm sure you'd like to. Okay, I will. Um, I know how much you love Rogue Ones. What was your favourite Rogue One that I've done before oh, the for you? Easter Bunny. The pissing Easter Bunny. Let me guess, you didn't like that one, did you? Today, it's the Tooth Fairy. No, it's not. No, <laughs> it it's is. not. Overrated, underrated, the Tooth Fairy. Um, I'm going to say underrated. Oh. Because I remember really sweet when I was little, I had a babysitter that when my tooth fell out, she made a fairy cave in my garden out of rocks. And a she, fairy cave? She made a... T- this is honestly like... If this... my babysitter made a fairy <laughs> cave, I'd be straight on trustpilot.co.uk and reporting her. No, she and she'd like got a little parchment. Oh, actually, it might have been parchment. my mum. My mum gets triggered. <laughs> oh, God, it's all coming out now, isn't it? <laughs> Julia, if you're listening. <laughs> she'd like ripped like a little bit of paper and dipped it in tea so it looked all like majestic and written like right what part about dipping parchment paper (laughs) in tea is majestic because it comes out all looking like cute and crusty and like old my primary school teacher used to burn paper to make it look like it was from a pirate ship but doesn't make it majestic (laughs) and there was like glitter scattered everywhere and i thought it was the most magic thing and i was like convinced for years after everyone else that fairies existed because of this okay so i'm gonna say underrated just because 
you know, childhood can have its ups and downs, and that's just a lovely little memory for me. I see. And I'll probably try and do the same for my kids. I mean, I'll probably be like with the parchment paper and the glitter. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, You're I'm way too be lazy bothered for with that. that. Are you, my love? They'll be lucky to get a pound. <laughs> So how much would I feel like a monster? You think? <laughs> I tell you what, I leave a bottle of red wine under. You've got plenty of those downstairs. <laughs> you can have one for yourself, which Mummy won't touch. God, you've read me for filth. <laughs> how much would your teeth go for with the tooth fairy? Oh, only a quid. Really? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. No, God, I... Do you know my little cousins get fivers now? Well, I think in my family it used to be a pound, or if it was the front teeth, then I think you used to get a little bit more. Oh maybe yeah, you two get two pounds. quid. Yeah, the two pound coins they were gold mine yeah why just trying to unpack it a little bit why do we do it like your children's teeth fall like get fucking on with it because i think it's meant to be you know you get all scared you're like fuck i've got a bone falling out of my mouth you've kind of got to incentive it it is a bone i mean it's calcium isn't it it's a bone i don't think oh actually bones are made of calcium i don't think someone paid attention oh here we go she's getting google up for the oh teeth sorry listeners but so when you go to the dentist, why is it not like a bone person? Teeth consistently most... Oh, my God. Can't yeah. Teeth, <laughs> teeth consist <laughs> mostly of hard inorganic materials like calcium. They yeah. also contain nerves, blood vessels and specialised cells. But not bones. But, oh, they are not bones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah, um, moving swiftly on. <laughs> but, okay, regardless, it's a little bit scary when you're a kid if you've got something falling out your mouth and like yeah. especially if you had the parents that like tie a bit of string around it and slam oh, a door god anyway we're not going to get into that but so you've yeah got if, to, you've you've gonna ugly, if you're going to look it. ugly for the next three months a pound might make you feel a bit better yeah. for it oh I... wow <laughs> <laughs> you as a dad is going to be a rough ride i would say that it's underrated as well because i think there's probably well actually there probably is but there might not be that many things which kids look forward to and you know like you said losing losing a tooth is quite tragic experience would you agree especially when they grow back and they're way too big for the face yeah um okay (laughs) no you know those kids who like lose all their teeth too early but they're still like a kid but then they've got adult teeth and they end up looking like Callum from Love Island do you want to talk about it Ari Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. What I struggle to get my head around is you're born with both sets of teeth, but they're just waiting in your gums. No, they're not. Yes, they are, Ari. <laughs> Google <laughs> it. You can see x rays of babies and children no. having their x rays, and you can see all the no. adult teeth waiting. No. Yeah, because when you get rid of your baby teeth, sometimes it's already there waiting to pop through. Anyway, I'm so that was my <laughs> first was, one. You just got a good insight into what I was like at science in school. They'd say something that was true and I'd just be there like, nah, nah didn't can't you? picture it. And <laughs> okay. they'd be like, it's science. And I'd be like, nah. was that based on no? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your over under? <laughs> so now we've got our B-Tech and dentistry. Let's move on to the second one. If that. Um, <laughs> I said to Josh earlier because we've planned these really late. I was like, I've written three, and one's going to make me sound really thick, so I'm going to think of a new what, one like while we're recording. Teeth, <laughs> teeth bones. Yeah, but I was going to say, <laughs> A, I forgot that I hadn't even thought of another one, and okay. B, I've already made myself sound really thick in like, well, this I'm entire episode. I'm interested to see if this is going to top it. So, so my first over-under. <laughs> it's reading. Reading, yeah, <laughs> something most humans do most days. 
for quite a large proportion of it's the day. It's niche. Reading, yeah. though. Yeah. That's even more niche than the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. It's not Do that you know niche, what? though, because everyone does okay, it. Okay, reading in what context? Because I could walk down the road right, and okay, I... Okay, okay, reading for fun. No, overrated. Yeah, absolutely. And I know <laughs> all of the vegans are going to come to me for saying <laughs> it, but I just can't get on board with it. Literally. Because I know this is going to sound ridiculous and so millennial and 21st century, but like, number one, I don't just really... Just go on Instagram. <laughs> no. One, number one, I don't really have the time. Number two, I just think like it's a lot of brain power to like get involved with. Them. <laughs> oh, this is just going to make me sound ridiculous. But See, what I'm, but what what I'm trying to say is, is like for me, if there's like a film or a book of the film or vice versa, I would much rather watch the film because I would rather watch be it and like be it. immersed in the experience. Yeah. And I know people say, you know, with your book is such your imagination, it's your interpretation. Oh, but like, I would rather watch, you know, the multi-million pound production and then. Yeah. yeah. In in the other context, though, I feel like a lot of people are like, I've read the book, didn't like the film. Whereas, yeah, like, but they're just smug. Do yeah. they even think that? But for me, I recently watched Call Me by My Call Me by Your Name. Oh yeah. So I watched that Netflix film, but now that's inspired me to read the book. So actually, You're I think not it works. reading a book. I thought about it, which and it's, it's the thought that counts. Yeah, yeah, it's the thought that counts. The fact that I thought about reading it is good enough for me. But I think it works both ways, you know. I mean, I'm glad you're on the same page as me. Pardon the fun. Hey. <laughs> I say this to people, and they think I'm joking. I can't read. No. I had tests done but in college. But you do have dyslexia. And yeah, I had tests done in college. And I was told my reading accuracy is 9%, which means I would have to genuinely read something 10 times for it to go in. I'll but, read a page of a book and then I'll look up and you could be like, what did that say? And I'd be like, I don't know. But I, I also kind of get that, especially when I was at uni, I could read pages and be like, not one word of that has no. gone in. But you're you're okay with emails and like messages and things Josh, like that. you're talking to me like I'm genuinely someone with very special needs right now. <laughs> no, but you're saying that you take in 9% of things. You take in a lot of the things that you read. Yeah, but I think, I don't know. Maybe, is it just depending on I'm the context? All, yeah, with like emails and stuff and like work stuff, it's something I'm immersed in. It's something I've often actioned. So I know what's going on. So often I don't really need to read it to know what it's saying. Yeah. If you genuinely, a I've book. got books up there just to like look pretty and make me look like I'm clever. If you got one of them down and made me read a page and then look up and say like, tell me about it, I'd be like, I'm lost. Yeah. I think for me, it's also a con- concentration issue. Like oh, yeah. I, again, this is going to sound terrible, but I have a bad concentration span watching the TV. Whereas I feel like if I'm reading, like you said, I will get to the end of the page and I've not really paid attention. No. I've just kind of skimmed it or kind of like read it briefly. So Do to you know, read a whole we're book. Just, we're too intelligent for reading. That's our problem. Yeah. We've got too many other things going on in our heads. Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg, do you think they're reading books? No, I don't They probably so. are. No. <laughs> Quite advanced know, books. They're just but... on Facebook. That's the whole point. Have So in your time, have you read any books? A bit of Jacqueline Wilson, maybe? Oh, when I was a kid, yeah, I loved Jackie. But honestly, I don't think I've read a book, like a book book. Mm. Genuinely, oh my God. Genuinely, probably for about 10 years. <laughs> No, same. Probably since well, since uni, but I feel like that doesn't really I don't count. know, because in uni I didn't read, because I was like, I'm having to read all the pissing time for uni. A Why Christmas would I read? Carol at GCSE, maybe? Honestly, I think that's the last time I read a book was in GCSE. Which is quite trash, but I think I remember once at secondary school, do I we took sound out a book. Thick? Do I we... think we do. People are going to be like, you are ridiculous. <laughs> Should we leave <laughs> Anyway, moving on. I'm going to go into my second one. 
My next over under for you is sausage dogs or dash hounds for those in the know. Mm, what do you think? I love dogs. But like sausage dogs specifically. I think I'd just be a bit nervous about having a sausage dog because I feel like I'd accidentally like kill it by kicking it or something. Opposed to three of your fishes which have died through unforeseen circumstances. Two were actually murdered at this point. That's two. Okay, another episode. God, not that cliffhanger again. <laughs> Still that carrying That'll rake them back. People want to know. Um, um, no, I just think they've become a bit of a fashion accessory, haven't they? No. They're really cute, and I wouldn't say no to one. But in terms of, like, God-tier breeds of dogs, I just don't think they're up there. See, for me, I think they're my favourite. Really? Yeah, I just think they're adorable. I love them. And if I were to get a dog, I think that's the kind of dog I get. Because they're not small, small, but they're not big. Mm, yeah, I guess. But I've heard that they can get a bit, not aggressive, but they've got like a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Like short man syndrome kind of thing. Like they're all a bit barky. Who does that sound like? Me. <laughs> Your word's not mine, darling. So I'm like, is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe I mean I don't know. It depends how you raise it, isn't it? So, I feel like my dream dog would be a Chow Chow or a Pomeranian, and I'd call it Bev. I don't know what this. a Chow Chow is, but I know what the Pomeranian big fluffy is. thing. Okay, a Chow Chow is like <laughs> ten Pomeranians. Okay, just like in one thing. So you're saying overrated. I'm saying underrated. Yeah. What's your next one? Um, my next one is Kate Middleton. We spoke. We touched on the Royals last week. Touch. <laughs> the whole episode was basically on the I Royals. I mean, we basically just had a whole conspiracy theory episode about why Prince Philip is actually a corpse. I was going to say, we've actually made it to the 21st of January and he's still alive, so congrats <laughs> no, everyone. Prince Philip, if you're listening again, congratulations. <laughs> Making it another day. Um, Kate Middleton, <laughs> I'm going to have to say she's underrated. Oh, shut up. And I'll tell you for why. Because <laughs> <Right>, Prince. <laughs> I'll tell you for why. She is just the quintessential traditional royal isn't oh, she like you yeah, look up like old like racist grandmas no, maybe but like it's not even about that i just think like look at the oxford dictionary definition of a royal and she is it like that marriage the person the way she carries herself the way she dresses is just perfection oh. it is royals down to a t it she's is she's so boring sorry kay i know i know i'm shading you but why is she boring because she's just bland. Because she's normal. Because she's, she's like royal. a glass of milk. Like nothing exciting. Like not offensive. But yeah. also, they've definitely got their own tea that's yet to be shared. They've literally got more tea in that family than the Kardashians. No, but I've had rumours. Really? What, yeah. from the inside? <laughs> Have you been reading the Daily Mail? <laughs> not again. I've had, I mean, I literally don't want to get, like, I don't want my FBI agent to come oh, for we're going to be taken off air. <laughs> treason but he's definitely bonking people on the side right let's just park that one immediately he is, he is. what i i know Harry. people Not no will. will i always forget who's with who <laughs> <laughs> and i just hope for the best which one i just think they try to be perfect because they like being perfect but actually none of, none of them are harry and megan were way cooler they are but I mean, good luck to them. We spoke about it last episode, didn't we? I think, you know, if that's the life they want to have, fair enough. Oh, my God. Crack on. Don't blame them. But long or short of it, long Kate Middleton. Underrated. Overrated. Well, maybe it's because I aspire to be her. Yeah, I just one think day. I always like a bit of a dark horse. Like, I, I, she's just a bit too, 
She's a bit too obvious. She's a bit too obvious princess, and I'm not sure on it. Okay. So, my last one for you for over under. God, this has been a long one. <laughs> this has, that's the next race. <laughs> I think we may have gone into the next episode. Um, is vegan sausage rolls. Oh, overrated. Like, I don't even need to argue it. Really? It's not a sausage roll if it's vegan. It's a vegetable roll. Like, don't lie. It's like people well, say faken or like fake bacon. It's not bacon. Yeah. Don't Don't lie to yourself. So they do want it work, which isn't too bad. No, they don't. But everyone is that is, a new thing? Well, they've got one there every day. But oh a lot of people, God, obviously, dear. the craze has been the Greg's vegan sausage roll, which I've not tried. But you can't deny there's been an overwhelming craze of like Burger King, KFC. They've all gone for a no meat burger. Oh, but why? Why would you? If you're a vegan, why would you go to Burger King? Well, this is true, but maybe you're going with all your friends and they are all having chicken and you've got nothing that you can buy on the menu. I mean, I don't know why I'm saying this. I'm not vegan. So are you saying overrated or underrated? Well, I I actually don't know because I've not tried the Greg's one and I feel like the Greg's one would be the one to change my mind because I've heard people who aren't vegan are buying it and are absolutely loving it. I'm just never going to be that For me, For me to love it, it would have to taste the same or better than the OG sausage roll. But it's not going to because it's not a sausage roll. And that is that is the argument. But it's been, they sold a ridiculous amount of them last year. Oh, yeah, because and it's they're like always avocados. Sold out. Like all these bitches jump on the hype because they think they have to. You don't. Just like, get a sausage roll down, you love, and shut your gob. Like salted caramel. Oh, that that's not even nice. Halloumi. That's had a bit of a go recently, hasn't it? Halloumi. <laughs> I enjoy halloumi. What else has there been? Cookie dough. That went through a bit of a stage, oh, yeah, didn't it? A bit of a phase. That. No, it's so, avocado is the one that stuck. Poached eggs. People are loving them all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, but they've been loving that for years. What else have they loved? <laughs> all sorts. Basically, all we're that just coming for all of you. Oh, halloumi fries, sweet potato fries. They've all had their moment. Um, no, I'll say mozzarella dips, all of that kind of thing. They all go through little phases, don't yeah. they? Anyway, so yeah, that was my final one. Well, mine, final one, is Winter Love Island. Oh, this could be an episode in itself. Could it? Is that a spoiler? (laughs) Um, So, I was going to finish catching up on it tonight, but now I'm just going to be crying alone in my room listening to Beyonce albums. Okay, well, I know which one I'd rather do. I mean, yeah, the last one. To be honest... I love Ireland. I'm here for it. And as much as you want to say, it's not going to be the Josh, same. Josh, you just said, I love Ireland. I love Ireland. <laughs> well, it's true. I love Ireland. I love Ireland. But I think this series got off to a very slow start. I didn't think They're they... They're all just a bit too loyal, aren't they? They also didn't really put the best people in to start with, I don't think. Yeah. Whereas I thought, which is quite a good tactic because they throw in like the macho men and like the really fit oh. women. And that's what causes the stir because then the guys get a little bit kind of, you know... I've got a bigger dick than you. Let me just swing it round. Yeah, exactly. Because they get a bit hostile because there's, you know, someone new entered who's fit. Yeah. And same with the girls as well. So I think, to be honest... It all kicks off and it gets to Casa More. That's all we're all waiting for, oh, isn't yeah. it? That's when all the shit happens. Absolutely. That's where it gets piping. So at the moment, I'm going to say overrated. Okay. But I think it's just because there's not been as much drama as I like. But what I also get annoyed at is when they all get very hostile and territorial. And I'm like, you all didn't know each other this time last week. Oh, that's what... No, it's even the ones who are there like, oh, really, you've been talking to me. It's like, it's day two, darling. I know. Like, it's I've all... had shits that's last longer than your relationship. <clears throat> Calm yourself down. Christ. 
So yeah, I'm probably going to say overrated for now. So I'm going to say underrated purely because everyone's like, ah, the winter one's just not going to be as good and no one's giving it any time of day. But actually, when you get down to it, it's literally the same show and it's still great. And if exactly. anything, it's nicer it being this time of year because no one's doing anything anyway. Exactly. If anything, I've got more time to watch it yeah. than I do in the summer. In the summer, I'm there like worrying about, you know, socialising but then having to rush home for Love Island. Exactly. I'm not doing anything in the winter. <laughs> Well, that was a really great over-under this week, or half an hour of it. <laughs> Just do a whole episode on it next time. But anyway, let's go on back to more important things. Our icon, our queen, Beyonce. Ari Wassel. We've got one more album to talk about. Well, kind of two. Technically two, but one of them is irrelevant. <laughs> Except for one song. Um, so. <laughs> I'm really shook right now because I don't know which one you're... What album's irrelevant? Everything is Love. I'm talking about the Homecoming World Tour, you psycho. Oh, that doesn't count. It's an album that I haven't stopped listening to. But why listen to the live ones when you could just listen to the normal ones? Oh, no. Nah, it's like with the Ariana Grande album, everyone's like, oh my God, a live album. I'm like, yeah, no, you could just listen Beyonce, to the songs. Beyonce does, d- doesn't just perform her songs, she makes them new again. True. Think about Sorry live. Okay. Suck, oh, Have you ever tried walking into work on that? Well, not singing it out loud, no, because I'd probably, That's probably why be sectioned and get my P45 in, in the post relatively <laughs> shortly. Um, let's talk about Lemonade. Ugh. Because no. that is... I remember where I was for this one. That is the drama album, isn't mm. it? Because there was always rumours that he cheated and then she just came out with it and just put a dick on the table and was like here it is <laughs> I mean, yeah <laughs> and it's a lot bigger than my husband and i think i'm i think when people listen to us so, i'm so drunk now okay when people listen to this this was listening to it it told a story and it was a story of like it i've did. been dicked over by jay-z and everyone yeah. got in their feels about it your but heart was like a lot of people I've spoken to about this and have seen it as like a sign of weakness. Like, why did you not just walk away? But my take on it is like, he's cheated on me. He's really fucked me over and he can either get away with it and I walk away and look like the victim in this. Or I could take this opportunity to make this album, tell it from my side, fuck him over royally for years. And actually the ball's in my court, not make his. Make loads of money. <laughs> make loads of money. Because a lot of people at the time were like, it's all for marketing, they've made it up, they've done all of this. But I was like, no, I think this was number one, her way of dealing with it. And number two, her being like, actually, I've got the power in this situation, not you. Also, Solange wasn't scrapping him in a lift for no reason. Yes, because that was the start of it. They're like, why has yeah, she that gone? that came out first. And then Lemonade came out and everyone was like, well, that's why. Well, that explains it. And that almost like validated all of the like scrutiny of people and being like did it happen did it not and it's like well obviously it fucking happened because everyone would be the launch if that was their sister friend whatever if i got in a lift oh i'm getting mad think about it mm. if i got in a lift with my like bestie sister whatever and the guy who'd been like dicking her around mm. i'd go full ratchet on his ass i would literally be there pummeling can we all just like calm down shut our eyes hold hands say a prayer and think about how anyone could do that to Beyonce oh my god like you literally have Beyonce as a wife and you're Jay-Z and I mean you go he's and got do, that. do you know what as much as I've been slaying him this whole episode yeah I am a Jay-Z fan See, I, I do really know. enjoy his music because I think he kind of like got her when she was you know just starting out just becoming popular quite young compared to him and he kind of like swooped in and like you know they had such this relationship but it was very much like you know he can really help me with what I need but there was you could tell that there was a definite love there yeah. 10 15 years down the line and he's fucked her over but they have three beautiful kids well at the time they had one oh, blue. 
Do you know what I mean? So it's a little bit like, I don't know, I just think that was really shitty of him. But the only thing which does make me think is like Kardashians, Carters, the lot, no matter how famous you get, shit happens. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's so it true. It happens to everyone. It happens to the best of us, even Beyonce. Have you seen the film? I guess you have, the Lemonade film. God, yes. Because for me, I was like, the album's like, great, but like when you see the film, it will make sense. But what was your favourite song? on the album oh i don't know i love love drought i think we need to pick one upbeat one on one like in your feels i'm in my own with a bottle of wine bollocking myself with sadness oh god i know but i feel like that could stretch across so many i love love dry because i think that's the moment in the album where she's like right this has happened we need to carry on we can make it work I also love Formation, but I feel like that doesn't really count because it's kind of at the end. It doesn't really fit in with the rest of the album. Yeah, true. But I love Don't Hurt Yourself because it's just like, don't hurt yourself. My, it just goes in. My favourite sad one is Sandcastles. I know I'll cry. If you played that now, I would be flooding. I know I've said that about three times. Don't tempt me. But Hold Up and Sorry surely hold up is a banger surely. and the video for hold Such up a tune. in the yellow dress swinging that bat around all us girls all That's us you girls walking around camden isn't it yeah exactly <laughs> all us girls have had images of us doing that same bloody scene and it is iconic it is iconic it is yeah it's definitely a moment did we ever find out who becky with the good hair was me but wasn't it work out that it was going to be someone, there was rumours and she was getting loads of hate from Beyonce fans. Yeah, and then like they all had to come out and be like, chill out, this is not best. It's not her. But it's someone, because why did she say it? I've got an announcement to make. You're Becky with the good hair. Absolutely. You do have good hair. Do I? Yeah. It's not hair worthy of cheating on Beyonce for, though, let's be real. But so much drama. But I think, obviously, also quite brave for her to do that. Because a lot of people would just boil it down and say it's marketing. They've made it up to get album sales. But I'm like, why would you make up all of this about your husband if it wasn't true? No, you can't write songs with that much passion. Literally put your everything out there and show your vulnerability in that way. It's, 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 the whole album is unreal. Whilst making money from it, obviously. We haven't touched on any of her tours yet. You've been to her tours, obviously. How many times have you been to see our Queen Beyonce? So each time, this is like going to make me sound like such a loser, but I am, I have a tradition with myself. Right. Because I, the first tour, no, I want to get this right. The first tour I went to see Beyonce on, I brought a ticket last minute and I spent way too much money, which I didn't have because I was just working in a restaurant in between like uni. But worth every penny for Beyonce. Well, I brought the ticket and it was about £200. Mm. And then the ticket was also for her show in Dublin. So I also had to buy myself a flight. Oh, brilliant. That was clever. (laughs) But because I was being a cheap bitch, I was just like, I'll just fly over there. And I left my house at 3am, got the bus to Bristol, lovely Bristol, nice. flew from Bristol Airport, landed there in, at maybe like 9, 10am. And I remember just getting on a like Bristol, not Bristol, what's the other city? Dublin, double decker bus <laughs> and just sitting on it and just sleeping. So I was like, I just need to like be moving so I yeah. can fall asleep and I need to like get some energy. And then I went to the concert, had the spiritual awakening of my life goodness also went didn't realize i spent so much on the ticket and how good my seat was like the view i had was 
ridiculously insane. So it's worth the money then. Oh my god, so worth the money. Good. Came out of the concert, went back to the airport, slept in the airport, and then flew home. Shit. And I was all for Beyonce. Wrecked. Oh by yes. yourself. So worth it. And then the next time she went on tour, I was like, well, I've got to go again on my own. Like, if I can do Dublin, yeah. now I live in London, she's performing in London, I think I can go to London. Next time we'll go. I don't know. I've got a little tradition with myself now. What, going by yourself? Yeah. Or you could go with me? Because I just stand there and cry. We could. I cried. Last time I saw Beyonce, I cried seven times. Okay, I'll go with you then. And I'm not even joking. And about three or four of those times was when she wasn't even singing. Oh, my God. Also, I saw Blue o- Blue Ovi. I'm so... Stop. <laughs> Love Island on the mind. Can you, speaking of which, can you pass the wine? Yeah, go on. I saw Blue Ivy in the flesh, and I think that like shook me more than seeing Beyonce. Yeah, I'm not surprised. She's an icon. She was standing with Jaden Smith in the little box. Oh God, but he's a bit old for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was iconic. The whole the whole thing. Both shows have been insane. You can't deny she is the best person to see live. Like she brings it, doesn't she? Choreography, oh, visuals. Everything. So I've seen Miss Carter tour twice. Formation tour and the one that she did with Jay Z, that joint one. Oh, run the, the world on the run on the two. run the world too. Oh, <laughs> on the run too. Gone. Formation world tour. That set where it had that massive block in it, like went up, it went down, oh. it split apart. She came from it. She went up, it she went down <laughs> it. It set on fire. It, you know, <laughs> put itself blew out. up into a million pieces. Unicorns came out of it, and I'm just like, money has gone into oh, this. Yeah, money. My ticket money went into this. That's for sure. <laughs> there goes Harry's two hundred pounds. But I remember being like, like, why do you spend that much on Beyonce? And I'm like, this is why I spend yeah. this much on it because the money goes to no an one else experience. Does it. The lighting. Yeah. Even when she's what's the I think it is um end of time where no it's not. Is it formation? And then she's like stomping in water. And you just see this freedom. Horse. Freedom. Yeah. I knew it was going to be That's a banger, actually. Oh, freedom's great. We should have given that a little moment. Yeah, we should have given that its moment. Um, just everything's so great and so well thought out, and that just makes me cry every time I see. But her. this is what I mean. Obviously, it's a lot of money, but when you see the production, you're I like, don't care how broke I am. I will always pay to Beyonce. Yeah. Every tour until I die, I will. She's be there. never gonna struggle to sell out tickets. Oh, God no. And obviously, let's talk about recent Beyonce. So she's recently just had the Ivy Park launch with Adidas V2. See, so you're wearing one of it now. I am. Is it? It's taking you a few hours to notice. Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, but you haven't noticed. So she thought I was sat here in a Sainsbury uniform. But little did she know. Oh, my God. So I managed to nab two outfits from ASOS. Has it fully sold sponsored. out? It sold out in like 20 minutes. Shut up. It's madness. And you got it. I got this and I got a top. I wanted a hoodie, but it was out of stock. I was going to do some shopping this weekend through I think you. it's still available on JD Sports. Hashtag not sponsored, oh not God. an affiliate. Who do you think I am? Anyway, what a lovely... I feel like th- this has been like, this is your life, Beyonce, and she's never going to hear this. <laughs> no, I'll play it for her one day. <laughs> one oh my day. God, no. I haven't even talked about the most iconic thing. Oh God. I've definitely told you. Have I told you this or other people? So recently... That's what it is. The last three months, I've had the same dream three times, and it's going to sound like a loser. I have a recurring dream where I meet Beyonce in the same hotel in LA. Okay. But each dream's been like a progression. So in dream one, I met her and I was just screaming, and I was like, oh my God. And she was like, oh, what's your name? And I was like, that. Dream two, <laughs> I saw her again in the same spot, and she, I was like, oh, and she was like, oh my God, Ari. And I was like, you remember me? She was like, yeah, of course, I remember you from last time. And sure. then. 
progressively, the last dream I had, I got invited into her hotel suite. I asked Jay-Z for a selfie and he said no because he didn't like his hair that day. And I was like, fair enough. Nice. Me and Beyonce had a right little gossip. She but ended up telling me that Blue Ivy is actually 10 and she was pregnant three years before she actually told the world that she was pregnant. Was she though? How am I having these vivid dreams? I don't know. Is it meant to be? Is it about to happen? And that's the last time you drink tequila before bed. Absolutely. No yeah. cheese before bed, ladies. It gives vivid, you all sorts. Vivid nightmares. I did wake up quite depressed about the state of my life when I realised <laughs> it wasn't real. We can all relate to that. We've all had that dream where we've met our icon. And I've literally had it in a dream before where I'm like, this is a dream. This can't be real. Let me take a photo with you. Can you please yeah. sign this? And I've got the photo in my hand and then I wake up. And you're like... And I'm like... But every <sighs> time, same hotel in LA, which is weird. Hmm. Not even a hotel I've been to. It's just a hotel. Well, maybe in LA. one day. Who I'm knows? Find it. Who find knows? But yeah, Beyonce, what if a, you're listening, I'm coming. What a deep, deep insight into Beyonce's career and life. Just what a generally deep episode. I think it's good to have these episodes just to highlight. Josh, talent. we've been talking for an hour about Beyonce. I don't think there's anyone left, so it's fine. We can just sign off and say goodbye to each other. That's <laughs> right, because there's no one else listening. <laughs> Mum, no, you don't listen to this point. So, yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. Have you got any messages before we go, Ari? I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, it might be 21, 24 on a Tuesday evening, but it's five o'clock somewhere. With Josh and Ari. Speak to you next time. See you next time.